Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, founder and president of Mercurio Wealth Advisors and host Tony Vanetti. Alan has been a top financial planner since 1986 and founded Mercurio Wealth Advisors in 2000, serving the needs of retirees and pre-retirees in Louisville and the Kentuckiana area. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Vanetti. Welcome in to Retirement 360 on 840 WHAS. I am Tony Finetti along with... Good morning, everyone. Alan Mercurio here. That's right. Uh, you know, we have thrown around that word fiduciary a couple of times. I love saying it on the radio because it's just a fun word to say. Fiduciary. <laughs> I feel like Jack Black when I say fiduciary. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but it is a, it's an important uh, term that you need to know for re your retirement. And it is uh, something that's been in the law here la uh, lately. So we're going to talk about about that today, which right. is important. You, my friend, Alan Mercurio and Mercurio Wealth Advisor, are a fiduciary. Yes, we are. And we've been one for many years. And the thing that I thought we would do today is just kind of because it was just recently passed on June 9th, the new Department of Labor rule about fiduciaries did go into effect on June 9th. So I thought we'd just kind of bring that back up and let's talk about it again and kind of see how this is actually going to affect you and everything. So we'll do that in our second and third segment today. But this first segment, I'm kind of excited about. We got we're some gonna fun throw, stuff We're going to throw here. everybody for a loop as we start the show here on 840 WHAS. By the way, if anything makes sense with Mercurio Wealth Advisor, call the number 253-9366, 253-9366, or just go to Louisville's retirementcoach.com. But meanwhile, we're going to bring Rhonda Day in from Dream Vacations. How are you, Rhonda? I'm great. Good morning. Uh, you know, it is summer. Everybody's heading out to do uh, their things. But was telling you before the show started, my wife was bugging me last night. She said, we've got to talk about the spring. She wants to do D.C. or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, really, spring? Didn't we just get out of spring? She's planning <laughs> next spring. But that's important, Rhonda, when you're talking about planning your vacation. And I'm, I'm probably going to come see you about our D.C. trip because I want to do that right. I don't want to go to D.C. and be stuck in lines and all that kind of right. thing, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, of course, your wife is very smart because uh, spring is a very busy time to travel, especially if it's spring break. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody, the kids are out of school, families all go wherever they are excited to go to, and it needs to be planned for in advance. Okay, for, for people that don't know, and I think that is a part of the situation in your business, that probably people don't know what you do at Dream Vacations. What does a vacation specialist, what exactly do you do? Well, a vacation specialist, you can call me a travel concierge. So when somebody has a trip in mind that they are thinking about doing, they, they call me. I ask them details, how many people are going, what time of year do you want to go, what time of, what type of things do you want to see, that sort of thing. I give them a couple of suggestions based on my knowledge and based on my experience. And, um, you know, we just work back and forth until we come to an agreeable scenario. And then so uh, we, we will book it, put down a deposit. I'll work with them throughout the whole time till they travel and till they come back. Anything, anything that comes up while they're traveling, problems, anything of that nature. So, you know, I'm a door-to-door -door girl as far as vacations go. And I don't charge fees. There's, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer to work with somebody like me. Why wouldn't you? And that's kind of one of the questions I had I actually written down for this morning's conversation. Because is it true that there's no cost for your service when, uh, for, to me, I mean, no front-end cost to me or even back-end cost to me. I'm not paying more for the, for the excursions Correct. or for Correct. any of that stuff, right? 
Well, I mean, as far as excursions, I mean, that's going to be included in in the trip and so right. forth, depending on the trip. But no, I mean, for when, your when services, you, for my services, when you um, book a trip, if you booked it online, if you called somebody and booked it, whatever the scenario, somebody somewhere is getting paid. Right. So, you know, it, it just makes sense to have a personal connection with, especially a local connection. It is great. Somebody you can call that has the same area code, somebody that can meet you at a coffee shop or come to your home and discuss the situation with you. And, and you know, it's it's just a, a relational You, you never think about the tourism business and whether it's good or bad, but you, uh, the, the Europe has been a huge, like I've, for some reason I have been, like a, a lot of my relatives and friends have planned these uh, Italy trips and these European trips lately. Like it's sort of the thing, but that's never right. really gone away. Right, right. And it and it won't go away. I mean, people want to see their roots. People want to experience experiential travel, volunteerism, getting immersed in the actual locations and, you know, finding out about your relatives, where you came from, all that kind of stuff. People love it. But but you can screw that up pretty easily. Yes. Right. I mean, that that's the, <laughs> the, the half the stories I heard were nightmare stories that if right. you don't have it buttoned up. It is a nightmare. You're either standing in line or somebody's stealing. Look, I've got some relatives that they hired a driver for the entire week. And this guy drove them around all over uh, Italy. Uh Uh, But at one point, they all left their electronics in the car, locked up. And Mm -hmm. they came back from wherever Vatican trip they were, you know, whatever. All of their electronics were gone on the guy's car. Oh, my gosh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, uh, so you've got to plan it. With the right people. Right. Yeah. And that's important. You know, somebody like me that's a professional that stakes their reputation on what they're doing, I'm going to work with suppliers that are going to be reputable. They're not going to be out of business next week. There are people that have a long history. One of the main suppliers I work with in Europe has been in business almost 90 years. Right. So, you know, they have a big reputation too. And, and like, as far as being, like we mentioned the Vatican earlier, if you just go to italy and you want to walk up and see those really famous sites you could be in line for 10 hours right oh my gosh (laughs) so you spend a one day of your precious vacation in line in line and if it's summer it's very hot well how do you avoid that well you go with reputable suppliers and excursions and so forth that have vip entrances and know how to get you in they're the insiders that's the way to go so i know you've got a a page full of notes there so i want you to make sure that you mention what you want to mention today too but there's a lot of stuff in planning Mm -hmm. just like a disney vacation these days i mean you i've I've got clients that'll come in here and tell me that they're going to disney and they started planning months ago oh yeah and buying tickets tickets a year ago and different oh, yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. just to get in the the fast passes and all these things right. to get through lines uh, it just blows my mind that it, it's that involved and you said something before we got on air that i just want to mention i didn't know that a travel agent would follow you all the way through your trip i mean from start to right. finish that you're kind of in contact with your clients as they're traveling over in Europe or wherever they're at. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm your personal consultant, so to speak. So, you know, I, it's it's important to me as we're going along. Maybe it's a trip that's booked two years in advance. I'm working on a group going to Alaska next year, and we've been working six months already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as everything happens, there's an initial phase where you do deposits. There's a phase where you're talking about flights. There's a phase where you're talking about hotels everything that's revolved around the trip so you know it it is and and that's half the fun 
is, yeah. is leading up to well, it. You know, and that is part of it. Planning the Disney trip is sort of part of the fun. You get your wristbands early. You get your flights. We had ours paid off before even wheels up. But uh, yeah. planning your day of like, here's where we're going to eat on Tuesday. Here's where we're staying. I mean, it is part of the fun is planning the vacation. Well, and just like you mentioned with Disney, the Fast Pass and the, the dining stuff comes out about six months in advance. Yeah, you got to do that or you're not get, you're not going to get where you want to eat. Right. That blows my mind. <laughs> I haven't been to Disney in probably 15 years, but when we it's, did it, we actually last time we went to Disney was right after they initiated a Fast Pass. Oh my gosh. Well, they've got it down to a science now. It's, yeah. it's an incredible it's, outfit. That's amazing. Um, but, uh, you know, I just went on my first cruise. Again, we're talking to Rhonda Day with Dream Vacations, and I just went on uh, our first cruise. I'm not a sailor. Well, I've discovered I'm not a sailor, but we had a really good time. It was an awesome, awesome trip. You do uh, you do cruises also, I see. Oh, yeah. that's. I'm so glad to hear that you went on a cruise that it, my that's my favorite way to travel and mm-hmm. the reason is it's just a such a magnificent experience you're sitting on your balcony if you have a balcony or whatever the case watching you come into port but you know you get to see so many things in one trip mm-hmm. and um you don't have to be a sailor <laughs> you know, you right let, let everybody else do the work you know there's somebody coming in making your bed every day you don't have to pack and twice unpack. a day yeah Yeah, it's wonderful it really is a great way to travel and there's so you know there's ocean cruising and river cruising is really big for the baby boomers and retirees and you know even the younger crowd there's even one of the one of the ships that has partnered with disney so they do an adventures by disney and it's a river cruise so you know once again you get on a, a barge type ship and you're sailing smoothly down the river and you pull into ports right up in the city yeah. So it's amazing. How's everybody get a hold of you? 690-3333, right? That's right. I do have a toll-free number, 888-522-7412, and my website, vacationdaystravel.com. Dream Vacations with Rhonda Day. Uh, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I am ready. I'm, right. Right. I'm actually thinking I'm of one right I'm, now. I'm, that I'm, I need yeah. to I'm going, let's get in the car right now and go right to the airport and go, go on a trip. All right, Rhonda, it's great to talk to you. And, and thanks for coming in and talking about vacations. We're breaking up the financial talk a little bit. Please come back. Awesome. I definitely will. All right. I appreciate thanks. it. Again, Rhonda Day from Dream Vacations. Call her at 690-3333. 690-3333. Back after this, we're going to talk about fiduciary and uh, some uh, Fed raises, uh, raises rates. And we'll talk about because that could happen again. We'll get back to Retirement 360 with Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Tony Vanetti, Alan Mercurio on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Vanetti. Welcome back to Retirement 360 on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Tony Vanetti along with Alan Mercurio. Good morning, everybody. We want to thank Rhonda Day for coming in from Dream Vacations. You have to say it like that because it is sometimes a dream. I'm ready to plan my DC trip. You're ready to go to Napa Valley, right? Absolutely. Okay, let's Except get that's it done. a secret, so don't, don't <laughs> oh, say I'm that sorry. on radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 well, I'm sorry I let the cat out of the bag there. All right. Um, the true meaning of fiduciary. What we do here at Retirement 360, the show, is try to get you to retirement and then through retirement uh, advise you in the best way to pay the least taxes and maximize what your money can do, right? That's what Mercurial Wealth Advisors is for. And it's important to deal with a fiduciary, whether you're going with uh, you're, you're going with Mercurial Wealth Advisor or not, right. you got to ask whether the person is a fiduciary. What is a fiduciary? 
Well, and, and the by the definition of the word, fiduciary is somebody that's going to do what's in your best interest, what they have to put your interest before their own. And the financial service industry has um, struggled with this, I guess, over the years. I mean, they've had uh, one segment of the financial advisory community has, has always acted as a fiduciary. Another segment of the community, the brokerage houses, the big wire houses and stuff like that, uh, work on what's called a suitability standard or always have. And just recently, there was a, over the last, I guess, two, three years, there's been a, a discussion going on in Washington uh, and the Department of Labor finally passed a rule or passed a ruling uh, back last year when uh, President Obama was in office that that starting, I think it was go- initially, I think it was going to be January 1 of this year, that everybody that it was in the financial service industry or every financial advisor had to, starting in January, work with their clients with the retirement accounts as a fiduciary. You know, so they, the Department of Labor created this rule that said we all have to work in our, in our client's best interest mm-hmm. when we're talking about the retirement accounts. Well, when President Trump was elected in November and then long about, I don't know, end of December or whatever, this ruling was getting ready to go into play. And, and he put a stop to it for, for temporarily saying, wait a minute, this is not right. We've got you know one segment of the, the community that we're going to protect, the retirement account people or people that are mm-hmm. buying retirement accounts, but we're not protecting the people that don't have retirement accounts and so he put a stay on it for a period of time and that um did he change it no well what happened was it was going back through the legal process of trying to get changed and it never quite got there so what happened was i think there's a judge costa i believe right. is his name uh-huh. that finally came back out and said no we're going to go ahead and push this through we're going to make it effective as of june 9th so just a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago this uh this rule took effect mm-hmm. and said that we, as a financial advisor, if you're working with somebody on their retirement accounts, you have to do what's in their best interest. So I thought we'd bring it back up today and kind of talk about it again and just making sure that everybody listening today that you understand that when you're talking to your financial advisor, especially with your retirement accounts, they're going to be working in your best interest now, which is kind of ironic that they haven't been in the past. Well, because I think most people believe the way you set up how you pay your financial advisor, a lot of times is a point or or right. whatever. The more money I make, the more money that guy's going to make. So right. I assume he's going to be really uh, motivated to make me more money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not the case sometimes. Well, I think that when you have a financial advisor like that, that's that's the... I'm going to say it, it's the sales point that the financial advisor puts forward. But all too many times we'll review accounts here that come into the office that somebody's working with somebody that claims to be a fiduciary that's Mm -hmm. charging them a percent to manage their account. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yet they've got them into mutual funds that the mutual funds, when we break them down and start looking at the fees that they're paying for the mutual funds, they may be paying 2% or 2.5% for the mutual fund loads and fees that they've got there. Plus they're paying the advisor a fee. That's three, that's three points there. Yeah. So there's, there's, it's your money's making six or seven. You just got eaten up half of your, uh, your, your earnings. So what's happening is that now if a financial advisor is going to talk to you about your retirement accounts, they've got to skinny that down or at least show you they have the, the ruling really doesn't change what they're doing other than it's disclosing more information. Mm -hmm. So now the fiduciary uh, rule states that, you know, we have to prove, we have to show them in writing, this is what you're being charged. If I'm earning a commission on something, right. I have to write it down and I have to show them this is what I'm getting paid on. Okay. And that's okay. I don't, right. I don't mind doing that. I think that that's where the the industry has got a, kind of a black eye. 
many people, we do these seminars. We talk about them all the time on the show. We do these seminars three, four, five times a month. And I have a, a discussion with every audience that comes that how many of you know how much you're paying in fees? And nobody, rarely does anybody even know what they're paying. (laughs) And, you know, you compare that with, uh, you know, your CPA, your attorney, your doctor, anybody else. You you know, you eventually see their bill and you Mm -hmm. know what you're writing a check for. Your financial advisor, that hasn't been the case. And I think that that's the good thing about this bill is that it does bring that out to make sure that your financial advisor is going to disclose that information to you. Um, so that law has been passed. So everyone that deals with retirement has to be a fiduciary. Okay. So then you don't really have to ask that question anymore, right? Well, you, here's the, the thing that I wanted to talk about today. The four loopholes or conflicts that I think can still be, okay. be risen out of this. And one of the things is that, that, uh, now it kind of leaves the door open for your your financial advisor to claim they're a fiduciary. But if they're licensed to sell you a product and they're working with you on a different account or whatever, they may not be working as a fiduciary mm-hmm. on your non-retirement accounts. So now it's kind of a, a double standard. You've got somebody that's that could be what's called dually licensed, mm-hmm. meaning that they can wear the fiduciary hat when they need to, but then they can take it off when they don't need to have it right. on and sell your product that they that may not be in your best interest. Right. Uh, by the way, if you uh, anything makes sense for you here and you want to meet with Al Mercurio and his team, Mercurio Wealth Advisors, Louisville's Retirement Coach dot com louisville's with the s retirementcoach.com or 253-9366 253-9366 easy number to remember so yes so you've got to keep an eye so let's say you have both accounts with this guy and mm-hmm. sometimes he doesn't have uh it, it's not in it, it's not in the same account or it hasn't done you have they're not the same investments you should ask well and, and, and typically you're not going to have the exact same investments you want to have some diversity and different things like that but you just want to be clear on how these accounts are are charging a fee or what you're being charged as a as a client mm-hmm. uh, and i think that's just smart being smart about your money being a good steward of your money and everything so you want to watch for that i think that that's the easiest way to, to ask this or to as you meet with your financial advisor ask them are you duly registered and what that means is i'm, I'm licensed to sell a product i'm licensed to charge a fee right and uh and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be bad i mean like for instance we talked about annuities on the show a lot annuities are a a valuable tool to be able to use to create income or to create safety in a portfolio. Annuity is a pension well, in some yeah, ways. Yeah, I mean... Uh, can be. It acts the same way, right? Yeah, or, or actually you, money, could say, right. you could actually say a pension is typically an annuity because because okay. uh, the tool itself, the annuity, creates the guaranteed income. Well, those types of products, at least the type that we use, the fixed indexed annuities and fixed annuities, there's only a few exceptions that even allow or offer a trailing fee so that the advisor gets paid. Most of them pay you upfront one time, five to 7%, something like that. They're going to pay you this fee upfront and you never get another nickel off of that. Well, let's think about that. So the advisor gets a, let's say you put a hundred thousand dollars in, it's a 7% commission. They make $7,000 right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Well, initially you might think, wow, that's a lot of money for it this is. guy to, yeah. to make on this. But if you're buying the annuity for the tool to use it for the next 10 years, which is usually or more, and you d- extrapolate that over that 10-year period of time, they're right. making 0.7% per year. Right. So th- it's not that much money. I mean, most right. most advisors are making more than you know that on a, on a managed account. Mm-hmm. So 
understanding that and understanding how that work I th- works, I think, is the the best thing for our, li- our listening audience to understand. Uh, and fiduciaries are misunderstood. There are, there are people on both sides of the fence here. Uh, mm-hmm. Fiduciaries are like Michael Jackson, just misunderstood, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except for we don't wear one glove. Right. And then... Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> well, unless you're uh, a duly registered, well, then maybe. you wear one glove and do one job, and the other, the other one doesn't need one. Uh, Another area, and I just want to touch on this before okay. we break out, mm-hmm. at, or we can talk on it at the other end of the or the next break, is there's another thing out there that's proprietary funds. When we get back, I'm going to talk about a, a case that we just worked with that uh, had a really big issue with these proprietary funds in it. Okay, we'll explain what that is uh, coming up next. Again, uh, we'll do the mailbag at the end of the show. If you have a question for Alan and his team, uh, go to mailbag at louisvillesretirementcoach.com to send the question. If you want to hook up with uh, Alan and his team to figure out if they have a plan for you uh, to get your risk assessment and an assessment of what you have, 253-9366. 253-9366 is the phone number. So call them or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com either way. Short break, we'll come back. Tony Vanetti, Alan Mercurio, right here on News Radio 840, WHAS. You're listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Vanetti. to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Vanetti. We are back. Retirement 360 on News Radio 840 WHAS. I am Tony Vanetti along with Alan Mercurio. Good morning again. This segment, we'll do the mailbag in the, in the last segment like we usually do. We started the show with Rhonda Day from Dream Vacations. Uh, you need to get a hold of her if you are planning a vacation. She, Her company doesn't really charge you. It's just she gets her money from the um, from the vendors, from I the guess. Vendors. So, yeah. so that's a no brainer. No brainer to use a, a vacation. Yeah, specialist. I don't know why we've never done that. I've, <laughs> I've never done that. My wife has always planned our vacations and she does a great job but it stresses her out of it, right and they, and they could get you the cheaper stuff too because they go through uh, these vendors use them they can get uh, cheaper well and i and guess the that. other thing that i got out of our conversation with Rhonda is is that leanne like i said she's done a great job in planning our vacations but there's been times that we've went to we went you know to one restaurant or we did this one excursion and it just wasn't right and we just right. felt like we just waste of money or waste of time or whatever right. You know, the thing that a vacation planner does is they go out there and they experience a lot of this stuff. So right. they can they can say, you know, I'd probably stay away from that one. Go to this one over I here. I did. I went once and we didn't end up using them because we changed our entire vacation. Uh, but she was like, oh, no, I've been to both these places I'm offering you here. And in this, you know, are you into food or booze? That's what her question was. And I was like, food? We don't really drink in our family. So I was like, we want food more. And she was like, well, this is your place. This is the best food in the Caribbean, whatever. Uh, but they're, they're very helpful. Now, we're going to get to the mailbag next segment. Uh, This segment, we're going to talk about uh, the Fed rate uh, has gone up, and they're saying in 2018 it might go up twice more. Mm -hmm. So that's important to know in your retirement. These are the type of things that that Alan can help you with if you have uh, your retirement portfolio with Alan, he will keep up with you on, okay, rates went up, here's what's going on. But first, you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, the the other thing I want to talk about as far as this fiduciary rule was that the use of what's called proprietary funds. Okay. Now that's a big word and a lot of people may not know what that means. So let me just explain it. It's just a, it's like the, uh, 
like if, if Mercurio Wealth Advisors created our own Mercurio fund, mm-hmm. uh, then that would be a proprietary fund. That would okay. be our fund that we sell to our clients or sell to people, but nobody else can sell it. It's just our fund. Okay. And we don't do that, but I mean, that's, that's kind of an example of it. But there are a lot of uh, brokerage firms out there, big companies, big names that everybody has and may have in their portfolio or may use that has these proprietary funds. We had this uh, example, had a case come in just in the last couple, two or three weeks. A gentleman came in, he uh, is a CPA. He's actually reviewing his client's portfolio for cost and, and uh, you know, the, the, the funds and all of this stuff. And there, we've realized right off the bat, now I'm not the expert. I've got another expert that I call on for 401ks, but uh, we've realized right off the bat that inside this 401k, there was a proprietary fund that this company had created inside this this, this 401k plan. And about 90% of the assets of the whole plan, which was about an $8 million plan, was in that fund. Was in that fund. And uh, when we started breaking down that fund, it was just simply an S&P 500 index fund, which right. which can be bought every day out here. Right. And pay, you pay about one-tenth of one percent for that fund, very low cost. This particular company had created their own proprietary fund, was using that low-cost fund inside it right. and charging another seven-tenths of one percent. <laughs> so they were getting 0.83% right. for the same thing that the their employees could have got right. from 0.1%. Right. So there were there was a huge double dipping going on inside this fund. Right. And and that's just one example inside that. So you have to be careful when you're looking like if you got your 401k plan and it's offered by the XYZ company uh-huh. and then XYZ has a fund in there. Right. You want to kind of think you about dive into that and say, "Hey, what am I getting charged?" Yeah, there? do I really want to buy into the XYZ fund right. that's offered by the XYZ company because right. it, cause it, chances are you're getting charged a little bit more for that. So just be careful of those things. Wow. Okay. Um, well, that's sneaky. It is. And, and and there's nothing illegal about it. I mean, the, the, right. there's every fund out there. I mean, anybody out there can do that. It's not <laughs> illegal. It's, it may be a little immoral, but <laughs> it's, it's you have to be involved in your retirement. That's why you have those seminars a lot of times down at U of L campus is just to sort of educate you more on what your retirement is. The more you know about something, and I, I relate it to everything in your life from sports to anything else is that the more you know about something, the more interested you are and you should be interested in your retirement because that's, what's going to get you to the finish line is being uh, smarter about where your money is, what the fees are, because you can get there faster. Let's just think about that. If you're getting overcharged by your retirement specialist, right? And you can retire a year or two earlier because you're with somebody else. Think about that. You're going to work two more years because you're with the wrong financial advisor. I mean, there's many. Uh, that's, that's, I'm sorry, it's a long time. Many examples of uh, if you're paying more than uh, if you're paying one percent more in fees than you have to pay, then your money will last a full ten years less. Right. Than, so, so your money may run out at age eighty instead of age, age ninety. Right. If you're paying more in fees, so you yep. just have to be be diligent about it. And folks, I mean that what we're talking about here on the show is really. Uh, just trying to dive into your retirement plan. I mean, here we are, you know, midsummer. We want to make sure that that you're not letting the time slip past you, right? And that you you do take you know notice of things that you may not have thought of before. Especially if you're two or three years out from retirement, uh, I suggest you give us a call two five three nine three six six and just sit down with one of our advisors. Go through our process. It's very simple, uh, but it's going to open your eyes to a lot of things that you may not have been exposed to before. Louisville's retirementcoach.com. 
Retirement 360, you're listening right here on News Radio 840 WHAS. Uh, does the law go far enough as in, would you think they will go back and amend this fiduciary law in the end? I, I think that they have to. I mean, one of the things uh, that we implemented or had to implement since this ruling, I mean, we've always acted as a fiduciary anyway, but the uh, now there's, I don't know, probably another 25 papers, that pieces of paper that a person has to sign and look at and initial or whatever mm-hmm. to, to prove this or whatever. So uh, we've just started doing it with everybody because I think that probably within the next you know year or two, They'll, they'll probably come back and say, hey, you got to do it on all the accounts. And I think that's what they need to do. Right. I, I think uh, that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. I mean, because it, it's why would you want somebody to act in your best interest on one of your accounts and not on the other and, right. and or have that have that potential of them not? I'm not well, saying that anybody out there is even doing that, but I mean, have that potential. Now, Alan, the uh, interest rates went up. Uh, was it a quarter point or more than that? Quarter point. Yeah, quarter point. And they're talking about possibly another one before the end of the year. And then 2018, they speculate that possibly two more ups could happen here. So what what does that do? What does that mean? Yeah, the Fed chairwoman Yellen said that um, that at the beginning of the year, she said that we're going to raise rates probably three times in 2017. So we we know that or we have at least a feeling that as long as the market continues to grow like it's been growing that uh, they're going to they're starting to push the interest rates up a little bit. And I think that's good. It's it's going to it's kind of starting to end the war on savers. The challenge is and this I said this after the last rate increases, the challenge is is that the banks really are not letting this money flow back to us yet. Mm-hmm. And the reason being that the banks are not doing this is the banks actually have a lot of money sitting on the sidelines, a lot of cash in these in the, in reserve accounts. Why is that? Why you're not getting paid for that? Why is money in sitting in savings and everything? Well, because a lot of people are afraid that the market's going to drop. Right. So they've taken the shelter into these basically accounts that are not paying them anything just right. to kind of keep it there. Protected. Well, if you think about the logic behind this, a bank only raises interest rates to attract more deposits. Okay, so okay. when they when the bank raises interest rates, they're trying to attract deposits. Well, if they're already full of deposits, they already have enough money sitting on the sidelines. They don't need to raise rates to attract more money. Right. So until the banks, until somebody breaks rank, or until one of these banks uh, decide to pass that on to their clients, it really hasn't affected any of us yet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean you're seeing it. I mean where you are seeing it is in the in the increase in like your mortgage rates and car yes. rates and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. But you're not seeing it in your savings rate yet. But hopefully that will this next or this rate increase will start to be passed out to us. The first one didn't at all. Mm-hmm. I have doubts whether this one will. I'm hoping that this one will or the next one will. And then we'll start seeing those bank CD rates, savings rates start coming back up a little well, bit. It's been ridiculously low for so long. Yeah. I mean, people it's are. It's been a war on savers, actually. It, yeah. It's been, uh, you know, most people are, are sitting at a three for their home mortgage. You mm-hmm. know, their car loans are, low, are lower. Uh, it is, uh, like I've said on this show many times, the first house that Jackie and I bought a uh, long time ago, we, we had a 10. Oh, yeah. The interest rate was 10. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, my parents said in the early 70s it was close to 9, 8, 8, 9, 10 for them. Um, it is just uh, the last decade has been so low. I mean, when I when it hit 5, I thought we've got to we got to buy another house or get refinance. Then it went down to 4. And then when it went to 3, that's when we switched to a 15 year and that yeah. was the greatest yeah. thing we've ever done. Well, and I think that it has helped a lot of us do that. It has helped us refinance and get some of those old, uh, higher interest rates off of right. our, our plates and and maybe pay the house off and stuff yep. like that, which is great for your, if you're getting ready to retire. That's an awesome thing to to do is to pay that house off and you just feel free at that point. Um, but you know, as I said on the other side, on the saver side, it's really kind of hurt a lot of people trying to save money in, in a safe account. Yep. Um, so and and then you think twice more you think will go up and then I think at that, that point it really should start making some ripples yeah i think that they'll probably hit it one more time before the end of the year uh i don't think that they'll get two more in this year they might but i don't think that they'll get two more in this year it really depends on how this last one affects the stock market if right. the stock market starts to wobble a little bit they'll probably back off of it a little uh but I mean, right now, the stock market's not showing any sign no, of it. No, it's doing fine, that's for sure. All right, Mercurio Wealth Advisors, here's how it works. You call 253-9366, or you go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com with an S, and you make an appointment. The first two meetings are no charge. So they'll make an assessment. You, you, you drop off your information. You ask some questions. They give you a risk assessment. You come back and they say, here's what we think you should do. Or we found something funny in your business here. Either way, that meeting will, will end that second meeting. Still no charge. And at that point, you figure out whether Alan and his team and you match up. Because sometimes... It doesn't match up for you to yeah, say, you know, exactly. I think you need to do another advisor than, than us. Uh, but most of the time it does match up. And, and most people go, you know what, let's let's do some business. Uh, so even whether you have an advisor or not, I think you need to get one. 253-9366, Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Back after this short break and we'll attack the mailbag right here on Retirement 360 on News Radio 840 WHAS. You're listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Benetti. Now, back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Benetti. Welcome back. To News Radio 840 WHAS and Retirement 360. I'm Tony Vanetti. Good morning, folks. Alan Mercurio here. Our Mercurio Wealth Advisors, if you hear anything, please give us a call at 253 9366 253 9366 or Time to attack the mailbag. These are some questions that you've gotten over the internet at mailbag at louisvilletirementcoach.com or some of the seminars people write in questions and, right. and when you do a QA. All right, Rick and Connie in Sellersburg, Indiana. I know that taking money out of my IRA is simply to pay off debts Debts is usually a bad idea, but is it okay to, to do it if the debts cause me and my husband to argue all the time? Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, I suspect this is from Connie, not Rick and Connie. But, uh, Connie, you know, I guess the, the thing is that uh, I'll, I'll kind of equate this to another question. A lot of people will ask me, you know, we talked about interest rates a few minutes ago. If, if, our, if I'm paying a, um, you know, low interest rate on my mortgage should i pay off the mortgage right well from a from a mathematical standpoint it may make sense to pay off the mortgage but from an emotional standpoint it may not because you know you you 
may feel like that you want to keep the mortgage or well i take it back from a mathematical standpoint it may make sense to keep the mortgage right. but from an emotional standpoint it may make sense to pay it off right uh, i think this is the same thing i mean you have to be careful and be diligent about what you're going to do how much is it going to cost you in taxes are you under age 59 and a half is it going to cost you a penalty to pay off these debts right. to take money out of the ira but it truly, if it's, you know, one of the leading causes of divorce these days is uh, money issues. Oh, yeah. So if, if uh, money issues are causing you problems and you've got money in a 401k or an IRA that you can pull out and pay off a debt, then maybe that's the best thing you do. And then you just try to double up on your contributions once once you have it paid off. I, Again, that's this that's the emotional me talking. It may not yeah. make sense financially, but I think you have to look at all of those those criteria. I, I, look, I, I get it because I try to zero out our, our credit cards every month. Like I, I like we like to keep a zero balance. Right. So on the fifteenth of um, of every month, we try to zero it out. This past month, I could not do that. We had some extra expenses that were, were unforeseen, and they were medical. So mm-hmm. I had we we didn't see it was going to come. So. I had to leave about two or three grand on the credit card, and that and it eats at me almost. It, it, it's for some Bothers reason you, yeah. I become that person that it bothers. Right, like I like to have zero out. Okay, I don't want to pay any interest or whatever. I just want my credit cards zero out. That's why my, you know, my my credit rating is like eight forty or something crazy, something stupid. But it does. I get it. So Connie, I get it. It bothers you. But the thing is, this is a simple math equation. And yeah, I think that's what said. it is. It's you put problem. it to you put it to math and go, okay, what's the deal? And then get over it if it's not. The but here's the here's the other thing that you could possibly do: meeting with a qualified advisor, maybe one of our advisors or somebody close to you, whatever. Uh, they should be able to work a, a plan. They may be able to give you some other ideas that you can uh, use to maybe get out of debt more. Uh, reasonably without attacking your mm-hmm. retirement account. So. Yep. All right. Uh, so Rick and Connie, put a pen to paper. If you don't get the answer you want, you got to live with it. All right? That's yeah. the deal. All right. We're moving on. Retirement 360 here on News Radio 840 WHAS. Brett in Simpsonville. I have about four years left on, until retirement. Well, congratulations, Brett. You're almost there. And I'd really like to have $1 million in my 401 at that time I finished working. I should be able to achieve that if I save aggressively, but I also have a lot of debt. Should I focus more on paying off the debt or piling up money in my account? Same sort of same, question. Kind of same question, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that the it's very... Um, can be very costly to get fixated on a certain dollar amount that you want in retirement. I mean, I know that there's a lot of uh, financial firms that will run commercials about what's your what's your amount or what's your dollar figure or whatever. And and I've seen this happen: somebody trying to get to a million dollars in an account, and then the the mar- the bottom of the market fall out on them, and they, mm-hmm. you know, they're invest investing aggressively, and then they lose a bigger chunk than they're comfortable with. So you have to be kind of careful about that. Um, but again, I think going into retirement to me, it's probably more about getting a handle on my, on the debt that I have. And I'd rather have a zero balance going into yeah. retirement as yeah. far as debt than the million dollars. I mean, if face it, if you got everything paid off, then maybe 800,000 is a, is a good number. As yeah. opposed, you know, you yeah. don't have to have that extra you don't have the expense every month. Right. So I think I would focus more on the debt first. Brett, take these next four years, really pay that down, get everything uh, zeroed out if you can. You can do more in four years than you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could, You might still be able to get to your million dollars. And you could consolidate that debt maybe with somebody else, maybe a service that, that can help you out, too. Right, and right. then you have one lump sum and you, cr- you crank it out. Yeah. 
and i think that's a good point i mean if you got uh, these credit cards that are char- still charging 17 18 20 mm-hmm. or whatever you want to definitely get those off the boat yeah there's no doubt about it so brett again congratulations four years out that that feel, you know when we go up to these seminars and i see and i say this on the show all the time when you see those pe- uh, the people that are really close to retirement there is a twinkle in the eye mm-hmm. there there's not there's a, a level of satisfaction there's a little level of, of stress because you're like can we can we do it but the, when you get told by an advisor no i got you you're there you, here's here's where you're at it is freeing and it is uh it's a moment in your life to where you're like wow i've done nothing but work since i was 17 years old and i'm gonna be able to do what i want to do i got to tell a real quick story i have a, a client that's very dear to me she's a she's been with me for a long time and and um uh, she went through a divorce a few years ago, and she's been on her own, worked in the medical f- field for a number of years. And she came in last last week, and we did a review. She retired three years ago at age 55. She's now 58. Nice. And uh, didn't have a whole lot of money saved. Right. But she, and she came to me when we looked at it, and I told her, I said, you know, this is going to be kind of sketchy whether you're going to be able to do this or not. Right. If the market takes a dip on us, we might have to, you may have to go back and get some more work or whatever. And uh, it was really satisfying to sit down and go with her or look over things with her. And even though she's been drawing money out for the last three years, her balance is about where it was when we started maybe a little retired. bit more. Yeah, it's, it's actually a little bit more That's than where nice. it was. And, it, and we've had a good market, so I'm not taking credit for that. But I, but the thing is, is just that satisfaction of being able to sit down with her. And she just she knows that this may not last, that she might have to go back to work or whatever. And we're actually making some changes to her plan to kind of guarantee her some income. But I think that that's that's uh, just a nice feeling for her and for me as the advisor, just making sure that hey, you know, it, it is working. Let's let's just keep an eye on it. You know, uh, we all, it, it, everybody listening to this radio show, you know, you live better than ninety nine percent of the rest of the planet. I mean, America is still one of the best, uh, maybe the best country in the world, uh, and your your lifestyle is better than so many people and getting to a retirement to where you can just sit back and relax and do what you want is is really a luxury mm-hmm. and um thank your blessings that we have the 401s thank the blessings we have annuities thank the blessing we can argue about the market going up and down because there's a lot of places in this world they never get there right they live in a, a way that we cannot comprehend so thank the the blessings that we have, Mercurial Wealth Advisors, and the, the way we can just work hard and get to retirement and get what we want and live the way we want. You should be able and you deserve to get and live the way you want in retirement. Don't live uh, paycheck to paycheck, or I'm sorry, um, you know, at, for a number in retirement, saying, oh, I can only spend this. No, you live the way you want to live in retirement. The only way you can do that, you can't do that on your own. I'm convinced of that, that you have to have somebody helping you advise what you're doing with your money. So call 253-9366-253-9366 or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Meet with Alan and his team and see where you are. You need an advisor. The reason you call it Louisville's Retirement Coach is because you need a coach. The greatest players in the world. I've made a commercial about this, and and I'll say it again. Tom Brady needed Belichick. Phil Jackson, guess who he coached? Michael Jordan. Do you think Michael Jordan could do that by himself, or did you need the the big guy on the sidelines? You need the coach, yeah. Even if you're really good at what you do, Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Alan, great show. 
Thank you, sir. Awesome. And I'm ready to go on vacations with Dream Vacations. Thank you, Ron, today for coming in and talking about that. We will see you next week. And again, enjoy your summer. I'm Tony Vanetti. He's Al Mercurio. And this is News Radio 840 WHAS. You've been listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Tony Vanetti. This material is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide tax, accounting, or legal advice or to serve as the basis for any financial decisions. Individuals are advised to consult with their own accountant and or attorney regarding all tax, accounting, and legal matters. Investment services offered through Mercurial Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Mercurial Wealth Management, LLC.